Well, today's crazy tale, because Mad Lib is a copyright that we don't have, uh, it is titled, we'll see how it goes, The Person Who Did Stuff to Me. <laughs> so, uh, oh. interpret that as you will, and uh, uh, here we go. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Um, so, my first word was an adjective. I wrote dank. <laughs> Uh, yeah. My second word is an adjective, and I wrote fibrous. Oh, yeah. fibrous! Love it. How do you? Uh, say that? Is it fibrous? Yeah, I guess it would be. But F I B R O U S, I believe. Yeah, okay. that's what I thought it was. Okay. Um, okay. Next, I had an adverb. I wrote mm-hmm. half-heartedly. Ooh, I like oh. that. That's a good one. I'm doing. Uh, my next adverb is sheepishly. Ooh, sheepish. <laughs> I'm impressed with every single one. <laughs> then, <laughs> then I what? had a, a, a garand or a garand or a, a transitive garand. I'll say that. Um, which I guess is just adding ing onto the end of something. Um, for those who don't know. So I wrote fleeing. Fleeing. Okay. I You know, with the title, the man, or was it the man that did stuff to me? Okay. <laughs> the person that did stuff, yeah. Okay, it wasn't man. We're well, really you know, rolling the dice with this one. It really we are. are. Yeah, uh, really. I got a plural uh, body part, uh, and I wrote wisdom teeth. Oh. Ew. Wisdom. I know. I hate anything to do with the mouth. Uh, and then my <laughs> derogatory name, I really didn't know. <laughs> so, I, so I just wrote butt breath. <laughs> That's good. It's derogatory. That's offensive to butts, but I'll t- I'll accept it. And for the people that actually have breath that smells like butt. Oh yeah. Well, who cares about offending them? They're butt breaths. It's true. Sorry, mm-hmm. halitosis people. Oh man, dropping truth bombs. <laughs> <laughs> That's the thing I'm trying to say. I don't. I don't know how it works. I like it. Yeah. Thanks. Yeah, I'm gonna do. Uh, nah, I'm less than different. I kind of don't like it. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, anyway. I can tell that you're thinking you're thinking too hard about it when you say it. Oh yeah, I need to like, have you know dropping dropping those um the truth bombs. Well, I forget <laughs> what that I'm trying to. Whatever. Anyway, go on, John. Your oh, turn. Oh right, right. Okay. <laughs> uh, okay. I had an adjective and I chose goopy. <laughs> goopy. Goopy. I had another adjective and I chose milky. Ooh. Themes. Tell me if these these adverbs are right because I always get confused. I had an adverb, and I chose pleasingly. Yeah, I think so. I chose another adverb, and it's problematically. <laughs> yes. <laughs> That's good. I think it's just any verb that you can add L-Y onto the end of it. Mm, okay. So, sounds good. Well, I figure with the um, derogatory word, problematically might make sense. <laughs> I guess we'll see. Uh, for animal, I chose she-wolf. <laughs> <laughs> Right? Um, and for time period, I chose a jiffy. <laughs> right? Time period, a jiffy. There you go. Okay. Okay. Um, Your turn, Zacky Boy Jr. Zacky Boy Jr. Here we go. So, for my adjective, I did dry. Oh. And then for my second adjective, I did wet. <laughs> uh, for my adverb, 
Oh, yeah. For my adverb, I did sneakily. Mm. We're really making this person sinister, whoever they are. <laughs> yeah, no. We need the title. Yeah, yeah I know. Um, I had a transitive past verb. I did kissed. Oh. Oh. Well, maybe. It could I be a. Oh. <laughs> I got a, a geographical terrain. I did haunted lake. <laughs> uh, okay. And for I got an occupation, and I'm also realizing I missed a few, but we'll we'll figure those out. Yeah, we'll just you know. For occupation, I did bikini inspector. Nice. Ooh. I like that. Dream job. Okay. <laughs> Uh, okay, now, yeah, I, I think there'll only be like a couple of fill in that I missed, but whatever. Cool. We'll see after I go. Okay, so for my adjective, I did ir- irritating. Irritating. For my other adjective, I did tender. <laughs> for my boy TJ Detweiler. Okay. Um, adverb, I did gently. Um, my transitive past tense verb, I did stabbed. Oh. Um, body part, lower back. Oh, God. <laughs> body part? <laughs> of course. I did vagina in the last one. How did <laughs> I did. I forgot. I messed up. You should have done a plural body part. Do I need lower backs? Yes. <laughs> <laughs> lower backs. <laughs> Okay. Um, and then for my person, I did Flavor Flav. Wow. Flavor Flav. Okay, the t- only two I have missing, we need a present transitive verb. So, like, uh, it has to be in the present. So, like, touch, whack, up, oh. punch, you know. Wow. And then another past tense and in- transitive. So, what's, uh, do, do you want me to just fill those in Stroke. or do we want to make it a uh, what? Stroke. Oh, I'll do stroke for the present. <laughs> Past tense, I'll do stroked. Oh, wow. <laughs> There's right. a lot of stroking in this. <laughs> oh. Okay, so uh, for those of you playing along at home, I'm now hitting the done button and generating a crazy tale. Okay, and here we go. Crazy Tales, the person who did stuff to me. God. <laughs> I'm so nervous. <laughs> this is like a kid's website. It is, yeah. So. Is, but we might manage to take an all-ages thing and make it mature. So here we go. The person who did stuff to me. As I was meandering half-heartedly down the haunted lake, one fine summer's jiffy, uh, the most obnoxious, dank flavor flavor. <laughs> Pleasingly kissed me, <gasps> stopping me in my tracks. Whoa. Yeah. Look here, I said, fleeing my wisdom teeth at him sneakily. <laughs> that was terribly goopy of you. <laughs> I demand an apology. He seems like a goopy kisser. Yeah, um, that's not surprising. The, the flavor <laughs> flag stroked at me gently. And kissed me again, this time with both lower backs. (laughs) (laughs) Okay. Excuse me, I said, this time more sheepishly. Oh, my emphasis was wrong. Desist at once or I shall be forced to stroke you. (laughs) Here 
Oh, <laughs> shoot. You're a very dry flavor flame, I must say. <laughs> oh, boy. Oh, my God. Oh, no. Kid, it was until we, we made it. Okay. Uh, I can't stop, the Flavor Flav said problematically. Oh. You see, my mother was a bikini inspector, and my father was irritating. <laughs> <laughs> and the trauma was just too much. I'm fibrous as a she-wolf, I'm milky to say. <laughs> At hearing his wet story, I felt for him. But I stabbed the tender butt breath anyway. <laughs> oh, that took a turn for the worse at the end. So That's how it ended? It ends that's with- how it <laughs> just stopped. I stabbed the tender butt breath anyway and moved on. So, oh my god. The multiple crimes play, were committed. Yeah, you, you were assaulted by Flavor Flav, but you got revenge and stabbed him at the end. Wow, that really is um, problematic. <laughs> yeah, that sorry is. everybody. I'm not sorry. That was great. <laughs> um, we're going to. Oh, um. I guess I'm going to introduce his podcast. If for some reason you're not familiar and really confused, but kept listening because you love Mad Libs and Crazy Tales, uh, this is the OK Saturday podcast where a group of friends get together and just talk about junk. And my name is Zach. Aubrey is my name. (laughs) (laughs) It might be her name. Uh, I'm Andrew. I'm John. Our friend Andrew in the group uh, is going through some moving and going through some moving that's a way to put it. I, mean, yeah. I am going through it. It is a thing. Yeah. Not some of you're just you're just moving. You're definitely going through like all the moving. We thought it would be, might be a kind of cool topic for our listeners to talk about a what it's like, you know, moving out and being away from home and just some observations about it and and everyone goes at the same time. So <laughs> No, I'm just kidding. Oh, right. I really wanted to, but I couldn't think of anything to say. And, uh, <laughs> It'd be more more annoyance and less funny than it probably okay, so sounds. Everyone say the best thing about moving out. Three, two, one. Not having Right? Did you, did you guys get that? <laughs> Listening to the OK Starry podcast. Uh, tune in next week for more of this. Bye. All right. So, uh, well, you know what? Since it is most uh, pressing to Andrew, Andrew, what how what are some ways you would Ex- uh, explain like the moving process and how you feel about it. It sucks and I hate it and I don't like doing it and I wish it wasn't happening. <laughs> that sounds uh, yikes. <laughs> no, I totally agree. <laughs> there, okay, there are a few fun things about moving, but for the most part, I have okay. I guess I should um, give give a little backstory. I have this is going to be the fourth time I've moved in a year, so oh. I'm. Just, I'm a little bit more sick of it than if it only happened once this year. Uh, you just shouldn't ever unpack. <laughs> actually, all, all my stuff is still in boxes from when I moved into the place I'm in now. Because oh. I didn't want to, because I was only here for two months. So I didn't want to unpack everything wow. and then repack everything. So I've kind of just been living out of boxes and a suitcase for a while. Wow, how romantic of a yeah, thought. like a song. It- <laughs> <laughs> But to answer your question, um, it 
uh, what I, I guess what I, I should say I like about moving is uh, being able to go through all my stuff and just kind of purge myself of things that I've been hanging on to for too long and just condense all my stuff down because I, I, I have a tendency to hold on to things that like have memories even though you know I don't use them or they'll just hang out in a drawer or a closet for months and maybe sometime I'll go look at that thing and be like, huh, that was a nice memory and then put the thing back and then never see it or touch it. Have you made that scrapbook yet? <laughs> no, I haven't made that scrapbook. I read in a thing once that um, it was like ways to organize your life and one of the things was cut out a little square from each thing you want to save and put it in a book. And then the other thing was take pictures of them and print them out and put them in a book or save them <laughs> on a file, I guess. So. I mean, it's, that's not a terrible, a terrible idea. I kind of like it. Yeah. No, no it's, it's a good idea. It honestly is. And, and, you know, it could apply to, you know, gifts or cards or clothing or whatever. And if you do just yeah. do, you know, like a two by two inch, like swatch of something, you also might just have like a cool looking, you know, yeah, you could, uh, have, you could have like a cool mixed media notebook. Yeah, yeah, or you could sew them all together and make a quilt. What if one of the things isn't a fabric? I know. Uh, <laughs> That's a twist. <laughs> yeah, what if what if it's mostly Beyblades? Like, what do you do? <laughs> String them together, make like a weird. <laughs> yeah, like you know, for winter time. Yeah, like I've seen a, po- a popular craft I've seen is like oh, a twine with like clothespins that <laughs> hold up uh, photographs. Why does it have to be photos? Why not just string some Beyblades on the wall? <laughs> or this is even better. You could take like the Beyblade like ripstick and mm-hmm. like those as the thing that you hang the, the Beyblades from. Oh, ripstick is like, like, a, like what, like less than a foot long though? Yeah, that's why you just put them all together. Oh, like tie them all together. Yeah. If you don't know that's what a Beyblade is, you should probably Google it because. Google it right now as we're talking about it. This is an important thing that you should know. I think I still have mine. I definitely do. Yeah. Um, well, Andrew got us all Beyblade gifts. Yeah. Or- well, that's why I held on to it because it's, it's got it's that sentiment. Nice. And you never know when, like, someone might challenge you to, like, a Beyblade match in the street. It could literally <laughs> happen anytime, anywhere. You remember we made an arena out of a pizza box? <laughs> yeah, that didn't work as, as well as we hoped. It worked okay. I mean, it was still kind of greasy. Yeah, it did have is that, is that a, a lot a of complaint? crumbs that kind of um, Is that a complaint? <laughs> I think that's praise, but... Well, the, the crumbs did provide, like, cool, like, obstacles. Like. <laughs> <laughs> Super cool. Did you leave the little... Uh, the table? Pizza table in there? <laughs> I don't remember. Uh, we didn't want to inhibit the... The goal... The, oh, the man, we should have made it. The goal would be to, like, knock the table out of the arena. Oh. And I just want to Beyblade now. What were we talking yeah, about? <laughs> but, um, yeah, I, I think... I, I feel the same way about moving where it totally sucks. And if I could, I would just stay in the same place for the rest of my life. <clears throat> but it really does force you to like it. Well, it's, I think getting rid of stuff's a choice people don't like to make, but moving forces you to make it. It's like, okay, right, moving right. stuff is like a huge pain in the ass. And if you want to alleviate some of that pain, like get rid of some of your stuff that you really don't need. Yeah. Cause you really don't want to move like, 10 boxes of stale cereal and like a, bu- this, <laughs> a bunch of... It sounds of like, like a specific experience. No, no, no. It's like, you know... And like a tower of CDRs that you'll know you'll never need. But we're like, oh, I got these in like 2000 and 
like four. I got <laughs> You never know when I might need to burn something on a disc. <laughs> I don't even have a disc drive on my computer. I know disc drives like aren't even a thing anymore. Everything's in clouds. Mm. But you know, when we moved, I was like, oh, it's gonna be like the movies. It's gonna be like romantic where like we only have a mattress in the apartment and we have to order pizza and eat cold Chinese food and but it's funny because like all those things are true but you don't feel like you're but in you like, feel like you're dying yeah. and also <laughs> you have to do all the moving in one day that when you get in the room with your mattress you just want to sleep you don't want to be like let's like eat with chopsticks and <laughs> let's make shadow puppets in the empty fort. wall like no, you just want to sleep, and you're sad, and you're bummed out, and your body hurts, and and your place is all like echoey because the you need like furniture and stuff to absorb the sound. So just like this big echoey, yeah. blank walled, cold place. And it's also all the times that I moved into a new place, like I'm really scared, like the first night or two. Yeah, that part too is it doesn't feel homey yet. So and like, like you don't have the muscle memory of like where the light switches are and stuff, you know. And you're stumbling, and there's all the boxes, and it's just like, oh my god, how is this going to come together? How are all these boxes going to not be boxes anymore and just be stuff? And that's why you—that's when you're tempted to just like just leave it, just leave <laughs> things in boxes. Who cares? That's what Andrew did. Yeah. And look where he is. He's yeah. Be like Andrew. <laughs> I don't think I don't think that's like a positive to share with people. Look where Andrew is. <laughs> <laughs> that's not true. But you could be like living life out of a dumpster. It's true. It's true. And also, this is going to be your first time living with a significant other, right? Ooh. Yes. I mean, technically, oh. we're living together now, um, and we have for the past two months, but this will be our first place together. But, like, building a place from scratch is, like, it's cool. Yeah. No, I'm, I'm excited. I'm excited for, like, a new change in scenery, a new neighborhood, like, thing, like new places to explore, and it's overall a nicer building like it has um a swimming pool and a gym and party room and like a terrace for barbecues what, uh, so the party, party room do they yeah. got glow sticks what's yeah. that they got glow sticks in the party room i think it's a bring your own glow sticks type of place oh but... yog right. mm. wait so so in utilities glow sticks isn't part of that <laughs> <laughs> no party poppers <laughs> party poppers <laughs> Sorry. Okay. Go on. You know what? I'll, I'll call them tomorrow and I'll get a full list of uh, what's available in the party room. For me. Just make sure that your utilities cover like LED pacifiers. <laughs> <laughs> but it sounds cool, man. It sounds like you got all the an an amenities. Amenities. Sounds like you got all the anemones. We <laughs> Actually, kind of reminds me of that building that you guys showed me uh, when you were thinking about moving to that one area. Um, I can't remember the name of the street. I'm, but when... We looked at that one place, and that was where you were going to move, but then you didn't move there. Yeah, yeah the, the place yeah. we live now is actually nicer than that, so. Mm -hmm. um, it ha still has all the memnemonies. Everybody lives in the ocean. You know what I'm curious to hear about? Uh, because I had moved out of my parents' house like a long time before oh these dudes did, and I want to hear, John, oh. um, what was it like... You know, the first month or two, leaving home and having your own place. Oh, man. Um, yes. Crash course. It was just like, boom, out of the house. Here we go. It um, really was. Uh, my mom called me all the time. She still calls me. Well, you know, that hasn't changed. She still calls me all the time. 
Um, What's your best friend, so... <laughs> you can't. Hey. What? Don't talk about my best friend that way. <laughs> um, but yeah, it was nice just to be able to, to, like, do things and not care about, like, what I was doing. Or not... Wor- I don't know. I can't... I can't okay. Let me just, let me be real with you guys for a second. I come from a very judgmental household. So it was nice to just be able to like, oh God, I can make decisions and do those things and not, and just do them and just make just the choice. Life. Just live your life. I can just live my life. Cause usually it was like, I'll make a decision, but I always had to keep my parents in mind. It's like, okay, if I'm going to this place, I need to be back by this time or my mom's going to worry. Or like, if I'm going here, I can't exactly tell her what I'm doing, which I don't like doing. I don't like lying. But even if it was something innocent, she's just so paranoid that, like, I could never be 100% honest with her. And it was like, yeah, I'm just hanging out with my friends. But really, I'm, like, going to a bunch of bars or something, which is a normal thing that people do when they're over 21. <laughs> but she would just freak out about everything. So then it's like, oh, my God, I can, I can actually, like, the other night, yet last night, I couldn't sleep. So I went grocery shopping at 1 a.m. and I bought Reese's Puffs. Yeah. You can't do that when you live with your parents. They judge you otherwise. <laughs> they punish they you. They really do. They would punish they me. You. They ground you. <laughs> I was kind of judging myself in the process. I was like, this is sad. I was looking at my cart. But you know what? I was able to make that sad choice. But that's, yeah, that's your right as a adult on their own, paying, paying for their own Reese's Poofs. I will say, though, that I had never lived with roommates before. So oh, that yeah. Def- yeah, I mean, I, that was the first time I moved out, and I, I guess, well, I guess, you know, the closest I had been was being with you guys in San Diego. Right. Which, mm-hmm. which was, I had this, basically, I had the same issues. Well, um, you were a different person, too. What? You were a different person. I was a different person. <laughs> I was a terrible, <laughs> terrible person back then. You weren't terrible, you were just different. I was just different and, like, extra gooby, like, goobier than you could even, if anyone listening to this thinks I'm a goob now. You don't know. You really don't know the half of it, like, for real. But, uh, yeah, like, washing dishes. And it's not even, like, laziness. It's just, like, oh, I I didn't realize. Just, like, I don't know, things you just don't even think of. Like, oh, shoot. I didn't realize that, like, my roommate needs to use this thing after I use it, so I should wash it right away. But just, like, it just, like, wasn't the thing that I was thinking about. Mm -hmm. So I had some issues with, uh, but no, I'm great. I'm really great. I clean everything. I sweep. It's cool. It's cool to sweep. It's cool to sweep. I mop. I mop things. Do you have a vacuum though? No. How about you, Andrew? <laughs> <laughs> what? Let's go around and talk about mops. I said so, vacuum. Do I mop? No. Do you have a vacuum? We have. We have one of those sharks. Oh. We have like a little little handheld vacuum. Oh, that's good. But okay. no, it's all hardwood, so it's mostly just sweeping and mopping. Yeah. 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 Okay. You know, here's the thing. So when I lived like at home, there's some things that I'm like, you know, I'm never going to do. Like I hate mopping and you don't really need to mop. Like it's not that big a deal. That's what I said. Um, but then you live on your own and you're like, Oh, all right. So if no one mops, like the floor gets really gross. (laughs) That was like my yeah, when I move out, I'm going to never mop. <laughs> and I'm not going to empty the dishwasher because that was like my tour. I had to empty the dishwasher all the time. And um, Yeah, I've been witnessed many an argument. Oh, yeah. I hated it. And I just like, could I, do, could I do anything besides emptying the dishwasher? But 
But now you don't. Now I have. But now I load the dishwasher, which is smooth sailing for me. (laughs) A learning curve. Um, I had. I got over. It was like. Well, speaking of sort of not making certain decisions when you're living at home, because you're like, oh, my parents will, you know, be unhappy or judge me or whatever. Would just be like, like eating like total garbage. You know, like I would eat a little better at first this because now now i'm i have a much more balanced diet and lifestyle but when me and i first moved out and we're just living on our own it was both of us living on our own for the first time but with each other and we wanted to be a non-stop party so it it really would be like oh okay well there's a mcdonald's down the street oh and across the street a carl's jr oh Oh. ice cream's on sale i'm buying my own ice cream oh (laughs) What yeah, walking down Main Street. Oh, the 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 cute little candy place has a bunch of caramel corn and cheese corn. Okay, I'll buy a bucket of that. Oh, oh yeah, grocery shopping and only for ourselves. Oh, that bag of chips is so big. Let's get oh, it. Oh, hold on. <laughs> Halloween sale, you guys. Two pounds of Kit Kats and Reese's for only $3. Um, Yes, please. And then I eat it so, all in yeah. a week. <laughs> so like 10 boxes of mac and cheese, how many frozen pizzas, and it fast, was, it was intense. <clears throat> fast forward to like six months somewhere between like six months to a year into it and it's like oh, uh, why am i like 12 pounds heavier <laughs> and what do i feel like like the most garbagey i've ever felt in my life yeah and and uh my point being is that when i lived at home you know if i were to have that much junk food all the time i know my mom would be like hey zach maybe have a glass of water instead of another can of soda or like hey have an orange See, instead of I more chips. I was not allowed to eat junk food like that. Like my mom never bought that stuff, and you know, like we never got fast food or anything like that. So I was just like, "Yeah, I wasn't allowed to do these things growing up, but now I could do whatever I want." <laughs> and it was like too much, too soon, and it went overboard. But you know, you realize that, and then you make the life change, and everything's better, and. We're good now, you guys. We promise. Yeah. <laughs> Glad you're doing okay. <laughs> I, th- I think that's something everyone goes through is the total freedom at the grocery store or the total freedom all the time for food choices. Like, mm-hmm. I remember when I moved out uh, for the first time and went to the grocery store, like, in the back of my head, I knew I should be buying vegetables and and fruits and things that were good for me, but I just couldn't help myself. And it was like mostly Nutella, peanut butter, cookies, mm. uh, an entire carrot cake. Ooh. <laughs> Good choice. Yeah, no, that was one of the first things I remember getting and eating the whole thing in one night in one night because I could. It was like there's one night? Shopping. Oh yeah. Oh my god. I wish huh. I could do that. I mean I guess I guess. <laughs> you can. Here's the thing. You can do that all you want, but it's so not good for you. I mean there there are consequences. Yeah. Yes. Like I I can't do that anymore. I wish I could because it's amazing. <laughs> I was eating really poorly when I first moved out, but I didn't realize it. It wasn't like I was going in on the snacks or anything. And I thought that normal food was like fried chicken cutlets and instant mashed potatoes. Mm. But it's not. <laughs> it's, I was like eating like ramen and instant mashed potatoes like for a while. And like mac and cheese and hot dogs and stuff, which is all... Not real food. You must have been so thirsty all the time. See, it's I, like 
I also, I also have an issue with um not drinking enough water, but that's a different story. <laughs> that's a different story. But uh, I just didn't know. Like, I didn't know that there was other food. Which just sounds really dumb, <laughs> but it was true. Well, now you know, right? Yeah, now I know. I don't dare buy... Well, I splurged only last night to buy Reese's Puffs. But mm. that's the first time I bought, like, sugary cereal. I would eat oh. sugary cereal every single day. Oh, I remember, you had so many selections. Like, I wasn't allowed to have that stuff. Yeah. My mom never bought it, and I'd go over to your house and be like, yeah. And then also, there's the whole, like, decorating of your place. I How actually hate that? hate that. The thing is, even though I don't like physically moving the stuff, the, like, figuring out the new places for stuff is something I dread. That's my favorite part. I know. Unfortunately, it's always favorite part, so... Huh. It's like, yeah, there's so many possibilities, like... I'm starting from scratch. Like, I could do whatever I want. That's what intimidates me, and I hate it. How do and you- then it's like the organization of, like, the, it's like everything new. Everything just, yeah. like, like a rebirth. Like, yeah. Ugh, no. This is where, like, oh, man, when I. See, you view it as a rebirth. I view it as you just got really far in your video game, and now you died and have to restart. No. And it's like, oh man, I had this all figured out. I was, oh, now I got to start from My favorite nothing. organization is bathroom organization because like there's so many possibilities. I'm kind of jealous of you guys because my apartment is so small that I've never had the chance to, there's really no decorating to do. Like my room is a good size, but it fits all of my furniture perfectly. And like, that's all that can go in it really. Um, I have a nice, I have a pretty wall of art stuff, but other than that, like the kitchen is just like a table. But you have beautiful exposed, exposed brick. I got that exposed brick. <laughs> <laughs> but the exposed brick is all covered up by my desk, you know, mm. so that's too bad. Oh, nice going, John. I know. You could always rearrange. Uh, I exactly. Think this is, listen, I thought about it, but no, 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 it's not even that it's inconvenient. I thought I've like done the Tetris thing in my head before. And I think this is, like, the ideal arrangement. Mm. It would just be dumb if I moved anything else. So, jealous. I remember going to Zach and Aubrey's. I'm saying Zach and Aubrey like I'm not talking to you guys. <laughs> I'm talking. This is for the view, the listeners. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> um, no, I remember going to your apartment the first time with Andrew. And it was like, oh, okay, cool. Look at all this vintage stuff. Oh, wow. There's definitely some color coding going on over here. That's really great. Great. Cool. Yeah, that was our old our old apartment theme. We were going for a more vintage, um, eclectic. eclectic style with the colors mustard, seafoam, and Rust. like rusty orangey red. Um, but for our new apartment, since it's more modern, like the actual apartment itself, we decided to go for more a... It's like mid-century DIY. Yeah, mid-century modern, like metal, wood, like industrial-ish uh, kind of eclectic mm. style. That makes any sense. See, that's the fun stuff I love figuring it's out. It's not like, fun. It's such a pain in the ass. I hate it. <laughs> <laughs> Andrew, how do you feel about rearranging and redecorating? And basically... Uh, I am not interested <laughs> in it at all. Um, if, I mean, you guys have been over to, I'm trying to think which apartments you've been at my, you've been to my place in the basement. Um, yes. and, the, and not that there was like a lot of room to decorate, but for me, it, 
you know, I'll put a couple things up on the wall, but I'll never like be out searching for things to make my apartment to have like a theme or something. You guys were talking about mid-century, uh, modern, you know, yeah. modern, yeah, themed or like color themed, like seafoam and rust. And that to me, that I just don't like. I, I maybe it's just my brain. I just don't think about my place like that. I kind of like it simple. I like, you know, bare walls are fine with me. Um, minimal stuff. I I find the more stuff you have, the more stuff you have to clean, the more stuff that gets out of place or that you, I don't know. To me, it's just more more things. I'd like to have less stuff. It's true. That's double-edged sword of you can have a bunch of cool stuff, but at the end of the day, you do have a lot of stuff and then you have to deal with that stuff. Although we did like cut our stuff amount. By like half. And, and a half, yeah. We also had to get rid of like, because our old apartment was way bigger, so we got rid of a bunch of furniture because... The, the problem with having a bigger space is you feel like you need to fill it, right? Because, like, it's like, ah, I don't want to look like I live in, like, you know, an empty. Like, I want to have, like, a homey kind of vibe. So our apartment now is smaller, but it's it's more efficient. We really, like, value everything that we have. So it's not like we just have stuff to, like, fill the room. My My room is basically just, well, like, the places you can't see like drawers and closets. I know that they're just like filled with things that I don't actually, you know, that happens a lot when I go home, my mom will be like, Hey, I got these things. I was looking through the closet. I found these things. Do you want them? I don't know. And I go and look and I'm like, Oh my God, I forgot this was here. Yes. I want these, but it's like, I don't need, I really, I forgot they were there. Like how important is that to me? Mm -hmm. Exactly. Whenever my mom asks me that, I just go, no, (laughs) that's what I should do. I should be like, Nope, just throw it out. Don't care what it is. Just get rid of it because if I... I clearly got along without it. Yeah, because like I, for those of you who don't know, I moved from New York to Oregon and I took with me only two checked bags worth of stuff. I don't think about anything that I got rid of that I, that like, stuff that when I cleaned my room, I'd be like, oh, I can't throw this away, but this iPod box is so nice. <laughs> The, the quality of this cardboard is impeccable. Like, <laughs> I don't think about anything like that or, like, any of the clothes I'm behind or stuff like that, so... I, I, mean, I also hoard boxes, that's a thing. Yeah, well, my... See, my thought process with the boxes is, like, what if it breaks and I need to return it? I need a box, right? But... I thought that about my printer. First of all, my printer is... In, I didn't know that printers were this big. That's one thing. Second thing, it came in a box like twice the size of the printer. And I was like, I can't keep this. It's like a piece of furniture in my room. Mm-hmm. But what if it breaks? <laughs> I didn't keep it. I didn't end up keeping it. But what Good. It So I'm screwed, basically. It needs to just last forever. No, because... Um, what, happens, it, what happens, actually, if it does break? What do you do? Zach returns something on Amazon. Because you only have like 30 days on Amazon to return something anyway. Put a new box. He didn't need the original packaging. I was like, oh my god. Do you not need, like, my whole <laughs> life, I was saving these boxes, like, just in case, you never know. But I think that carries over from our parents who come from a generation where you have to get off your butt, go to the store with sure. the packaging and the receipt and go, okay, let's fix this. Whereas in our, our generation, it's not like that at all. And, yeah, I think another thing, too, is is moving into a new place with a significant other, I think is also a new challenge. Cause it's like oh, yeah. Yeah. something, something I had to get over 
and I'm over it now, like, thank God, otherwise it would be m- way more difficult, is, like, I think since it's, like, two personalities and two identities and two people who are owners of stuff or or possessions or whatever, having to cohabitate and realizing, like, well, not all the stuff can fit in here and having the compromise of like, well, like we're both going to have to get rid of stuff. And I think at the beginning of it, I struggled with getting rid of stuff, not even that I needed, but it was just like, well, like I'm okay. A good example is like, okay, well, uh, Zach, maybe bring all your graphic novels and comics, that stuff you read, but you know, all your like books, like literature books, like how often do you read those? Well, not that much, but I want to bring them. Well, why? And all I could think of in my head is like, because they're mine. Like, <laughs> like I, I'm not going to – yeah, what, maybe I don't want to read them again. Who knows? What if I want to – what if What if tomorrow I want to start reading like the Lord of the Rings trilogy again? I don't know. Like, but I want to bring them because they're mine. Like they're my identity and I don't want to have to like sacrifice my possessions and my identity to cohabitate with another human because I want to – have my stuff and it's it's nice to have things that are yours. And also there's a thing of like I spent money on them, therefore I need to keep them forever. Yeah, and I value them and they're mine. I think that's honestly the biggest thing. It's just like this is my stuff and I'm offended that you are saying that I need to get rid of my stuff. And this fool had a lot of books. <laughs> I read a lot of a lot of books. And another thing, if any of you have moved and you're listening to this, you know how like Books are seriously the hardest thing to move. They're really heavy. Because once you put like 10 in a box, the box becomes so heavy. Books and other things, like, I, it's one of those things where I just had to like get over it and be like, okay, let me not make this personal because it's not. And here we are. And here we are. <laughs> I'm much happier for it, is, is what I'm saying. And I'm glad I could kind of get over that. But that's like, that's like one of those things is it's like, whoa, you're making like group purchases and like, doing something in the way that like you both like, you know, and trying not to do stuff that, you know, is just like, okay, this is just my one thing and I don't really care what you think about it kind of thing. Maybe one day I'll get to try and see what that's like. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, well, you have a roommate. That's probably similar. We don't mean our shared space is the tiny kitchen, so it's not like. If you had a living room, it would be. I know, it would be nice. Wouldn't it be nice? Well, roommates are are different than living with a significant other because I've lived with roommates for seven years, mm-hmm. and then just the last two months I've lived with Paige, and the I like the main difference is is that or for me I find is when you're living with your significant other you really don't give a crap like um, you you pretty much just tell them what you think about like the living situation, like, you, you know, about cleaning and this and that and what, how everything's going to lay down. But I find with roommates, it's a little bit more touch and go. Like you can't just yeah. get up and grill and be like, you need to do this and this is your chore. It's kind of like, mm, you know, if you could just if you could put your dishes away after you're done cleaning them, that would just, that would be, be awesome. Yeah, you kind of have to be like diplomatic about everything. Yeah, yeah. I live with roommates, my approach would be like, before we even move in, I would assign chores. You know, that that goes that is a nice idea. Yeah. And then it just I, goes away. 
<laughs> I've done that before, Aubrey. Like, I moved in with this one girl and another guy, and they promised me that they were going to be clean and that it was going to be the best time. We're just going to have this beautiful apartment that's always, everyone's always doing something, and it was a disaster. Like, it was fine for a little bit, but then once everyone got comfortable and started getting lazy, that's when, you know, dishes would start piling up and garbages would get not get taken out and like all the things that just started aggravating me. You know what? That makes sense. That makes sense to me. Cause like to what Andrew's saying about how it's different being with a person you're with versus a roommate. Cause it's like at the end of the day roommates, well, yeah, you are cohabitating. You are sort of like living your unique personal life with other people, whereas like when you're with a significant other, it's like, okay, the point of this isn't, okay, we'll both live our lives, but share the same space. It's like, we have like one life we're sharing together and we need to figure out how to like coexist. And we both have that goal of like, we're both trying to make our life together like as good and as sort of harmonious and productive like as it can be. And you're both you both have that common goal and, it, and aren't like, well, if they don't do their thing, not my problem. Or if I, you know, ah, oh, man, I can't tell them this or, you know what I'm saying? You know, mm-hmm. you know there are, uh, there are some couples though that live their life that way where it's like, oh, yeah. they're just a roommate. Yeah. For sure. They, which I feel weird. like there must be some, some unhappiness in the couple. Oh, that, no. You know, some people are just weird. And when I mean, when I say weird, I just mean like, so different from me that I just can't understand it. That doesn't mean that there's anything wrong with them. But just like... People who just prefer like to have their thing and even though yeah, they're guess, with someone I just feel like, true. well, you know, just I'm going to live with someone doesn't mean I'm going to like change the way I do things, you know? Yeah, so, I guess uh, I mean, I'll rephrase that and, and say that I'm only speaking from my perspective that I would be unhappy if I lived that way. Yeah, I mean, I would too, for sure. Yeah, well, the point of, I would think the point of living with someone is because like you want to hang all the time. <laughs> I just like hanging. It, it, it's also, you know, helps out in the pocketbook because you're, you know, if you can share a one bedroom place together as opposed oh, yeah. to having two separate places, you see, it, it's, it's, it helps. Every I little bit helps. The, the phrase, uh, helping out in the pocketbook. I like that too. <laughs> I like, I like picture you a phrase with a I was trying to think of, so I kind of just well, made that one up. Say like easy on the wallet. Uh, yeah, that's definitely what I was I like, trying to I like help in the pocket. Yeah, I like it a lot. <laughs> it sounds more old-timey. <laughs> but yeah, the one-bedroom really does. Uh... Well, it makes sense, too, because if, if your relationship's really good and if you are hanging out most of the time, it's like, well, you practically live here or I practically live at your place. Uh, so let's just make it easy on the pocketbook. Let's make it easy on the pocketbook <laughs> and sign a lease. <laughs> I met someone. I met someone who was in an open relationship, which is cool. But like, mm-hmm. usually, well, I've told you guys this. I think I've told you guys this before. But like, usually, when I hear of someone being in an open relationship, it's like they can like see other people, and if there's ever like a third, it's like that person's like shared maybe. But this this couple, like, they would have boyfriends without the other person. Like, they would have their own boyfriends. So that's the kind of situation I get a picture where it's like, yeah, they're just like roommate. It just like works somehow for them. I guess the only way that those things work, however unconventional or uh, as we're calling them, like crazy or weird or whatever, 
it it does work or i imagine it can work if everything is totally mutual and that there's lots of communication yeah totally because yeah. But then it's like yeah if you're if you're both totally okay with living whatever like unconventional way there is then yeah, like, why would there be? It would just be when there is a lack of communication and maybe one per- person is bothered by things and the other person doesn't know, that's when it would get kind of like, ooh. This, uh, this kind of turned into an advice nug that no one, no one asked. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> one, one giant hot tip. <laughs> <laughs> hot tip, hot tip! All right, Aubrey, what's your hot tip? There you go. Oh, my hot... Okay, so my hot tip of the podcast is um, when you are doing the dishes to make it a little less gross and a little easier on yourself. Um, scrape the plates off into the garbage before you put them in the sink so there's not a bunch of weird uh, soggy food just like in the drain, like getting clogged up, and then you need to stick your hand in like the filling up sink and like dislodge the food. You know what I'm talking about? So scrape off your plates. Before you put them in the sink, that's my hot tip. Thanks for listening. <laughs> <laughs> do you guys have a Do you guys have a garbage disposal? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Oh, okay, okay. Uh, which is horrifying because I'm like, I know, you know. That sounds like a hot tip from someone with a garbage disposal for sure. Oh. <laughs> well, speaking <laughs> of snakes, <laughs> we're we're gonna um, put this podcast down the drain. Yeah, and dispose oh, it. There it is. Uh, that that wraps up where this podcast is right now. And think about those hot tips. And um, good luck moving, everyone, and you, Andrew, and everyone else listening. Thank you. If you're moving, yeah, yes, Fun. and ask lots of questions for sure. Find out everything you can know about um, the place you're moving into because you don't want to get yourself into a sticky situation. Mm-hmm. And um, make sure to spread out packing over a good amount of time. Don't try and do it all the night before. Yeah, don't pack yeah, it. Doesn't work. No. <laughs> yeah, you'll be so stressed. Yeah. Lift a box before you finish filling it, just so you know that you can actually oh, lift it. Oh, that's good. That's one I have. Yeah, just because a box can hold a lot doesn't mean you should fill it to the brim, because then you might find that no human that isn't a like powerlifting Olympian can pick it up. Mm-hmm. Can God pack a box that even He cannot lift? <laughs> <laughs> Think about it. All right, Think bye. about it. <laughs> All right, bye, guys. Bye. Bye.